Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Mission impossible. God. He created the universe and included in that a planet called Earth. You have to acknowledge who God is. God is God. <laughs> I don't know how else to introduce him but to say that he is God. Do you remember when Moses asked God to tell him what to say to the Israelites in Egypt when they asked, who is this God who sent you to deliver us from slavery? Listen to God's classic response. I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. Exodus 3 and verse 14. What kind of an answer is that? That is God. And in that moment, God was revealing all of himself to Moses, vast, complex, mighty, powerful, one and only, eternal. I am, without anything else added to it, is who God is. Anyway, back to our main item of discussion. God made the earth and started with two people, a man and a woman in the Garden of Eden. They messed up big times. They sinned, and that just thrusted the earth and everything into chaos. The Bible calls it death. Where is I am, and how did he respond? God was not caught by surprise, not at all. I am didn't throw up his hands in the air. What am I going to do now? I am was ahead of the disaster that struck earth in the garden. The Bible said that before the foundations of the earth were formed, God had a plan to fix what was going to happen in the garden of Eden before it happened. So when Satan convinced the woman to sin and the whole creation was adversely affected, it was the perfect time for God to put things in action which he had already designed because... God is, I am. Let me jump over to John chapter 1 for a moment. Listen to the details of the plan. John called Jesus the Word and told us that the Word was with God and the Word was God and the Word created the earth. John spoke about the Word who had life and his life was the light of men. Why would men need light? Aha, I told you that God was ahead of the disaster of Eden. What happened plunged the whole earth, all human beings, into darkness. Anyway, let me continue. John dropped a really big statement on us. And the word became flesh. What? Yes, God, the word, the creator of the universe, including this planet called Earth, that same God became flesh. Slow it down, Clyde. In Philippians 2, we read that the Word had a particular mindset. He is in the form of God, the God of the universe, the God who angels worship round the clock. That same God or Word knew what he was about to do. He was going to step away from his heavenly royal life. He was going to go down to earth in the form of a human. 
It was no problem for the word to become flesh. God, the son, was not put at a disadvantage to go to earth in the form of a man. So when John said the word became flesh, it was not a setback. It was not a problem. It was not accidental. It was part of the plan that God had in place. And it was now time for mission impossible. So what was that impossible mission? It is right there in Genesis 3.15. He is going down to earth to contend with Satan who used Adam to plunge the whole human race into death by sin. And the mission was called redemption. It is going to involve the word crushing the head of the devil, otherwise defeating him once and for all and set humans free from the curse of sin and death. Impossible. You think so? Don't forget that the baby in the manger was not just a baby. It was God with us. God became a human, took on to himself the form of a servant, and for 33 years became devoted to death, or as Paul said, humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on the cross. <gasps> God, the one who created the universe, was about to prove to everyone that he is the only one who could redeem the human race. That was a huge program, a huge sacrifice. It was impossible. The human race could not be redeemed. They tried the ancient practice of animal sacrifices on the Day of Atonement, and, on, and, and through that, they would be given forgiveness of sins. But that bloody act, which happened once every year, only lasted for a year, and they had to come back to do it next year, and the next year, and the next year, and God said, that's enough. My son, the one and only Jesus, is going on a mission to save my people from their sin. This impossible mission became fully possible on that iconic hill called Calvary. Huh. From a garden to a hill. The disaster happened in the Garden of Eden. The redemption happened on a hill. <laughs> I just thought I would point that out. Listen to the short version of what happened at Calvary. Remember, God had said that the promised one was going to crush Satan's head and Satan shall bruise his heel. Well, here it is. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he, Christ, made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Colossians 1, 2 and verse 15. My friend, mission impossible became possible. It became a reality. Jesus took back what the devil had stolen. He redeemed what the devil had caused to die. Jesus opened the way for humans to come back to God through a program called salvation. Hallelujah. And what became of Jesus? I'm so glad you asked. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and Every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. 
Philippians 2 verses 9 through 11. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. The impossible happened and I am redeemed. I am saved.